0: MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing, maybe. I'm Ian Hayden, an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS, and with me today, as usual, is my sidekick... Katrina Christensen, who is a carer, a singer, a pianist, and a train driver. Firstly, thanks to our sponsor, Sleep, Australia's number one manufacturer of adjustable beds. Check them out at
1: www.solasleep.com.au.
0: Now, I had a thought this week. Oh, okay. I, I know it's big, though. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, you thought I was frowning for a reason. I had a thought. Okay. And it was about whether money as we know it will become a thing of the past.
1: Oh. Gosh! Now you did tell me about this. Did I? Did you know that literally just during the week, I had found my old money box, and I was going to bring you all the little bits and pieces of money. What that you I have saved Commonwealth over the Commonwealth Bank? No, no, it's, it's now. Oh, you It's yeah. now Vicky tin. Yeah. Oh, proper,
0: proper money box. <laughs> but
1: proper money, like I've kept the one dollar note and the two dollar. Oh, you
0: still got them. I still
1: do, and I have the one cent piece and two cent piece. I've probably got about twenty. Ah. Uh, I was going to say
0: twenty dollars. I, I was going to ask yeah. you about, about them. You've got a cow cow better, coins. better memory of money than mm. I thought you'd have. But anyway, we're we'll talking about cash, not Michaela. Cash. cash, cash, money.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Cabbage, dough, mura, ah, loot, yes. coin.
1: Yeah.
0: Cockney, dosh. dosh, cockney rhyming slang, pie yeah. and mash, or bread and honey. Oh, really? I've never
1: heard of that.
0: Money, cash. Yes. Got yes. Your pie
1: and mash. Yeah, you
0: got a pie and mash. Anyway, I went back to decimal currency arriving on the 14th of February 1966, which is before your time. But you mentioned the one and two cent coins. Yes. Because they were still around when you were around. As was the $1 bill,
1: the $2 bill.
0: Yes. Yep. And I made a note. Mm. And when we said goodbye to them, there was the feather-tailed glider on the one.
1: Yes. The
0: frilled necked lizard on the two. There's an echidna on the five cent piece. It'll go in a minute. A lyrebird on the 10, platypus on the 20, emu and the kangaroo on the 50. Now, you talked about the $1 note, what colour was it? Brown and yellow. And what colour was the two? Green. Okay. And the Queen was on the $1. She's now on the 5 And, oh, I found an old-time ad about banks that I might whack in just for the fun of it. Oh, let's do
1: it. I love an old-time
0: ad. Okay. It's for the Bank of New South Wales. All right. For banking as you like it, you can bank on the whales. For warm and friendly service, you can... A VIP. You
2: get a wonderful feeling of complete confidence when you bank with the whales, Australia's most experienced bank. Bank, bank,
0: bank on the whales. You can't bank on the whales anymore because it was Australia's first bank when you were about 10. It merged with the commercial bank to become Westpac. There you go. There you go. It also owns St George. Do
1: they really? Yeah.
0: Now, here's a bit of historical fact about our notes. Okay. There was agriculture on the $2 banknote. Right. It was John MacArthur on one side, William Farrow on the other. Mm-hmm. Do you know them? No. Okay. William Farrow was known as the father of the wheat industry mm-hmm. and he called himself a scientific gardener. His only goal was to make a terrific loaf of bread. He's got a primary school and a high school and a suburb named after him. But on the other side was the founder of the merino wool industry, John MacArthur. Right. And he had, I read, what historians call a passionate temper. A
1: passionate temper.
0: A passionate temper because before leaving on the second fleet, he had an argument with the ship's captain about the size of his cabin. (laughs) So he called for a duel and they brought pistols out on the docks. Oh, they did that back then. Yeah, and they both missed. So he came out here and while he was here, he
1: that could
0: you imagine if he actually did shoot the captain oh yeah but i'm about to come to it he he, he took a superior officer when he got out here during the rum rebellion and had a duel with him and shot him in the shoulder so he was sent back to england for a court-martial and the case was dropped and he came back to the colony to become the country's richest man wow and then he was as mad as a cut snake. He was probably bipolar, <laughs> but the governor declared him a lunatic and put him under guard at his own property until he died. Five dollar note, sometimes referred to as the prawn. Oh, why is that? It's, pink. it's purple. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, in Cockney rhyming slang, it's a lady Godiva.
1: A lady Godiva.
0: <laughs> and he got a fibre. <laughs> and, and it had a botanist Joseph Banks on one side, Carol and Chisholm on the other. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Banks has got a suburb named after him. So is Chisholm. They're both in Canberra. Oh, yes. And you're a Sydney sider. Bankstown, Banks Meadow and Banks here are all named after Banks. But right. here's a bit of trivia. Carol Chisholm. She improved conditions, immigration conditions, and especially for girls
2: and okay. found work
0: for them. So she she looks good on paper but Charles Dickens used her as an inspiration for a character he wrote in Bleak House called Mrs Jellyby who was so obsessed with humanitarian causes that she neglected her house her spouse and her children wow so there what a go. great name, Mrs. Jeleby. Yes. Now, <laughs> the Queen is still on the current $5 note.
1: Yes, she is.
0: So here's my question. Yes. Should King Charles III get that gig now or should we leave Liz there along with all the other dead celebrities?
1: No, Lizzie's had a day.
0: Has she been... Yeah. So did MacArthur. And...
1: No, you know, put Charles
0: on there. All right. Now, the old and new $10 note. Right. I'll come to them in a 2nd Mm-hmm. 'Cause I've just got this feeling we're around the halfway mark. I might be
1: wrong, might be Okay. Wrong. Just so I was tell- we-
0: because I'm skipping ahead to the lobster. The lobster. That's what the twenty dollar notes Okay, were.
1: well that makes more sense. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, right. The first one had a couple of flight pioneers, Charles Kingswood Smith and Lawrence Hargrave.
1: Yes, I do remember them
0: being on there. Yeah. Hargrave had box kites and thermals and things and Smithy did the first Trans Pacific flight. Yeah. And New Zealand to Australia, and he crashed into the Bay of Bengal and was never found at age 38. Oh. But the current lobster, this is what I'm Oh, yes, it. yes. It's got a convict businesswoman by the name of Mary Reby on one side, and on the other is the Reverend John Flynn.
1: Ah. Oh. Do you know him? No.
0: <laughs> he was the founder of the Royal Flying Doctor Service.
1: There you
0: go. And that's why I jumped ahead because our mate Dave Pryor wouldn't be here but for the Royal oh, Flying Doctor that Service. That is
1: true. He does have a story to tell about he the does. Royal Flying Doctors,
0: and, doesn't he? And, and we wrote the song, so I was going to play a bit of that now because it just gives us a little bit of a break talking about these historical money people.
1: Well, I'll go and put the billy on
0: while you do that. All right. All
2: right. But this is a song I wrote about the uh, about the flying doctor experience. It's called my first plane ride, which it was. And um, I have to sort of the first verse and the chorus are, are, are true, and then I have got a lie here after that just to keep the song interesting. Otherwise, the old wireless in the outback. Why it helped us out so much with the school of the air and the flying Dock, It kept us all in touch. Like the time I sucked a hose and a red back sucked inside me neck. There was movement at our station called the Flying Doctor Quick. And my first plane ride was in the Flying Doctor plane. I love zooming through the air and I wanted to do it again. Hey Dad, what do you reckon? Can I have another ride? He said, oh don't be bloody stupid boy. Go on, get inside. Oh look at all this stuff inside this big old shed. Hey, what if I put my finger here? Will it make me drop down dead? Oh, no, that's just being silly, because I don't want to die. I just want to hurt myself enough to have another fly. And my second plane ride was in the flying doctor plane. And I'm zooming through the air and I wanted to do it again. Hey, Dad, what do you reckon? Can I have another ride? Oh, don't be bloody, stupid boy. Go on, get inside. Oh, look, a medicine cabinet full of lots and lots of things. I think I'll have a taste of the stuff that goes on stings. Oh, yuck, that tastes just bad enough, but it ought to do the trick. It won't be long till I'm up and about, even though I'm sick. And my third plane ride was in the flying doctor plane. And I love zooming through the air. Wanted to do it again Hey Dad, what do you reckon? Can I have another ride? said, oh don't be bloody Stupid boy, go on Get inside So I went inside and I studied hard And I can take off without malice You see, I'm a flying doctor pilot And I'm working out of Alice And every time I get a call From a kid with a pain in his side I just smile and wonder Who's taking who For a ride Thank you. Now,
0: the ending of that song is a bit sentimental, but as it was in real life, because Dave's mother devoted the whole rest of her life volunteering for the Royal Flying Doctor Service.
1: Oh, what a wonderful woman. And
0: even now, there's a little plane flying around the Northern Territory called the Dawn Prior. There you go. Now, back to that $10 note. Which oh, yes. It's colloquially known as the Blue Swimmer. The
1: Blue Swimmer. Yes. Like a crab.
0: Like a crab. And the colonial... Where does
1: all this fish reference come from? Oh, bucket
0: of but <laughs> And the, seafood. But the, On one side was Francis Greenway. He was a colonial architect. Yes. And he... Have you been to Sydney? Mm-hmm, yep. The, he built some stables for Governor Macquarie in 1816, and that's now the Conservatorium of Music. There you go. Very stunning building.
1: Wow.
0: And the irony with Greenway being on a banknote is that he was convicted and transported to the colonies for forgery. <gasps> now, on the other side was Henry Lawson, arguably the greatest ever Australian poet. Really? Now, <laughs> the, the, the new note, the new $10 note... Oh, yes. ...features Banjo Patterson, who is arguably Australia's greatest poet. Yes. And on the other side is Mary Gilmore, who is arguably... Australia's greatest poet. Now, we've talked about banjo before. He's a, he's a, bit, yeah. a bit of a pants man now, banjo, because yes. just up the road here was a place called Winton.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And that's where he wrote Walsing Matilda. He went to a station called Dagworth, where his fiance of eight years, best friend Christina McPherson, lived, and she wrote the music divorcing Children, But he got kicked off the property because she was divorcing Christina, and the engagement was broken off. Yeah. Bitter of movement at the station.
1: Yeah, the word had passed around. It
0: had. Now Dagworth. <laughs> and Christina. Now, the, and <laughs>
1: We're
0: I've never forgotten the name Dagworth.
1: Dagworth, what's what a, a great What's name. a
0: Dagworth?
1: I don't
0: know, but I know, yeah, no, well, I don't know. What's a, what's a dag? Well,
1: a dag is like
0: a piece of sheep shit. Yeah. Am <laughs> I allowed to say yeah, that? It's a bit of dung that gets matted in the wall That's near it. the rear end of the sheep, and it's also called a will not.
1: A will not?
0: Because it will not come off.
1: Oh, right. yeah.
0: And a dag is also an affectionate insult for a mate. See, my mate oh. Dave can be a dag. My vote for Australia's greatest ever poet. Alright, who's that After this commercial Bank for another (laughs) old bank. If
2: money can buy it, saving will get it. So bank, Commonwealth mind. For a car, or a bike, or just a rainy day. Be sure to save the friendly Commonwealth way. So listen to this advice and start right today to bank
0: Commonwealth say, Commonwealth, Commonwealth, Commonwealth Bank, Commonwealth now. Okay, back to Banjo Patton Patterson. Yeah, my favourite poet <coughs> is yep. Dylan, Dylan, Tom, Dylan Thomas, as you know, but yes. close behind him is old Andrew Barton Banjo Patterson. Oh, right. Nice. He did stuff like Clancy of the Overflow" yes. and the Man from Snowy River. Yes. And that was such a powerful little poem. Mm-hmm. They got over 90 minutes out of it in a movie. And Jack Thompson played Clancy of the Overflow in that movie. And if you want a stirring rendition of the poem Clancy of the Overflow, just Google Jack reading Clancy because he's great.
1: He's
0: got a great voice, hasn't
1: he? Now,
0: what I like about Clancy is the rhythm and the rhyme. Mm. And I'm not Jack Thompson, but... I've written him a letter, which I had, for want of better knowledge, sent to where I met him, down the Lachlan, years ago. He was shearing when I knew him, so I sent the letter to him, just on spec, addressed as follows. Claircy of the Overflow. So he's rhymed letter and better in one line. He's rhymed the end of the second with the fourth and knew him and to him. It's just a yarn, but it's got a flow. Well, and when I worked in Sydney in the 1970s in the public service, well, I attended, I don't know if I worked. <laughs> I worked in Centre Point Tower, which was okay. a very modern building then. Right,
1: yes.
0: And the last, second last answer of Clancy was valid 80 years after Banjo wrote it. And the hurrying people daunt me and their pallid faces haunt me as they shoulder one another in their rush and nervous haste with their eager eyes and greedy and their stunted forms and weedy. For townsfolk, they've got no time to grow, they've got no time to waste. Mm. I think I got that nearly right. Yeah, anyway, it was just there's that rhythm. There sure is. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, well, you probably would know, Madam Snowy River. Um, yes. There was movement at the station, for the word oh, had passed God. around that the colt from Old Regret had gone away. He joined the wild bush horses. He was worth a thousand pounds, and so all the cracks had gathered to the fray. It's just a story. But yeah. It, but it yeah. rhymes nicely. But Where were we, we talking? So um, we've gone to the pineapple now. The pineapple. The <laughs> pineapple. The pineapple. <laughs> have we
1: gotten under
0: fruit? <laughs> well, it's the $50 note. Oh, right. It, oh, that's called the, yeah, it's called the pineapple. I
1: forgot we were talking about money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, the old note had a couple of scientists on it. It, Howard Florey and Ian Clooney's Ross. Florey got a Nobel Prize because he discovered penicillin. Right.
1: Yes.
0: Good Australian invention. Clooney's yes. Ross was a veterinary scientist and the chairman of CSIRO. And the current pineapple has David Unipon and Edith Cohen. What a great name,
1: Unipon.
0: Yeah, David Unipon. He was a, he was an indigenous author, an inventor, an organist, a preacher, and he's known as Australia's Leonardo da Vinci, and no one knows of him. Wow. Well, he patented electric shears? Wow. He was obsessed with inventing perpetual motion, mm-hmm. and he envisaged the helicopter years before it was invented based on the way boomerangs fly. And then the hundred dollar note. Oh, oh no, yes. I didn't do Edith Cohen. she was no, on the you pineapple. Didn't know. Yes. She was the first female elected to Australian Parliament, and on the note, there's a gumnut brooch she had made to symbolise the parliament was a tough nut to crack. <laughs> And apart from the glass ceiling, there's yeah. no female toilet. I've been to Old Parliament House in Canberra, no female toilet. Geez, that's, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, the $100 note, it, it's known as the Jolly Green Giant.
1: The Jolly Green Giant.
0: Yeah, only because it's green.
1: And, you know, I must say that the, the, the limited number of times I've had one of those in my wallet, gee, you felt wealthy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the first one out... Back when we were kiddies, it was yeah. a bluey-grey note. and yeah, they had it had Douglas Mawson on one and John Tebbitt on the other. Mawson was a, an Antarctic explorer and Tebbitt was a an astronomer who discovered lots of comets. Now, the current one, I love the current one. Yeah. Because it's got two people who actually knew each other and they both died in the same year, 1931. And hundreds and thousands of mourners lined the streets of Melbourne for both their funerals. They were Sir John Monash and Dame Nellie Milba. Right. Monash was a World War I general. He was a war hero, an engineer who pioneered reinforced concrete. Have you been to Melbourne? Yes. Next to Flinders Street Station, there's a bridge across the Yarra called the Princess Bridge. That's one yes. of his. First time they'd used reinforced concrete to build a bridge. He spoke fluent German and was a handy concert pianist, and Ned Kelly paid him a shilling to look after his horse once. Wow. Now, Dame Lily Melba was a world-famous opera singer, as you probably know. Yes. And she could play the piano and the violin and the harp, and she was the first Australian to appear on the cover of Time magazine in 1927. There you go. So, the premium, back to the premise, will money as we know it be phased out? And if it is, will all the stories of all those important people fade away as well?
1: It's a bit scary to think, isn't it? Well,
0: no because one's, no I, one, no one's well. had that reminder. No. Probably the only one will be Banjo because we'll still sing, yeah. well, sing the children. We'll probably Banjo, the movie will still stick around.
1: Yeah. I
0: suppose, but people will forget the rest of them, I reckon.
1: Well, it's like anything, unless, you know, it's taught again in, in the schools or, or um, you know, people keep relaying the stories, um, other people move into that history, don't they? And and so those people who are now far gone, yes, they're history, but, you know, we've got other people coming through the ranks as well yeah. that are more relevant.
0: So. We'll put Troy Sivan on the next one Oh, yes,
1: yes. And, um, <laughs> and Kylie.
0: Yeah, that's a wrap. Okay, one well, bum. See you later. Hello. Goodbye <laughs> for now.